I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hello. Hi. Welcome to a mini episode of Old Millennials, a deep dive into shallow topics from the late 90s and early 2000s. I am one of your hosts, Margot Poupard. And I'm one of your other hosts, Emily Bijan. And today we are going to do a mini episode riff on Coachella. We thought it was a little bit timely since they recently released their lineup over, well, over two weekends, yeah, cons- two consecutive weekends over a whole weekend, Friday through Sunday, we went back and looked at their lineup from 1999 to compare and contrast and see how much things have changed or stayed the same. And I, I feel like the biggest one is just the dates. Like, oh like, my god! So the switch from okay, so so like, temperature wise, as somebody who spent quite a bit of time in the desert because that's where my husband's from. October and April are kind of similar temperature. Well, actually, I think October might be a lot colder at night mm. but versus April. But during the day, it gets just about as warm. So the 1999 lineup was Saturday, October 9th, and Sunday, October 10th. And it was just Saturday and Sunday. I don't know if they had camping options then yet. Hard to tell from just the poster. Oh, $50 a day tickets. I'm reading the fine print right now. It's tickets are $50. How much per is it day. now for a three day? Oh, like, it's like a thousand. It's, uh, I don't know. Something insane. Hundreds of dollars? Hundreds of, probably hundreds, I would say. And this is, was this before they ended up with another planet as their distributor? Potentially. Oh, they did offer camping. They said for updates on information, hotels, camping directions, and a list of what is allowed, please visit goldenvoice.com. It was Golden Voice. Well, one crossover that sticks out to me is that Rage Against the Machine was playing in 1999, and they are playing in 2020. They are a headliner once again at Coachella. I actually have quite a soft spot for uh, Rage Against the Machine at Coachella because I met my husband at Coachella while watching Rage Against the Machine in 2007. So it is a little bit funny to me that they're coming back, and it's even funnier to see how many times they've actually played Coachella at this point. They, I mean, I feel like it's every five years, right? Like, I feel like especially no, because we saw them, we saw them in two thousand seven. We we met when they reunited for the first time, closing out Coachella on Sunday, yeah. and that was in April as well. And then they played this whole reunion tour through October and then we saw their closing reunion set in Vegas at Vegas, which was in October of that same year. 
Mm-hmm. And so they haven't played a show together as Rage since 2007. So yeah. it's been a while. It's been a while. I think that they've had other side projects. I forget what they're all called now. Well, but... Tom Morello, I feel like, is in everyone's super group. Like, I feel like he is... Well, if you need him for... If you're forming a super group, you definitely call him because yeah. he is free. He is free. And then, like, at least one of the other members of Guns N' Roses who's not Axl Rose, like Duff McKagan or Slash, <laughs> will be in your super group. Uh, John Frianti might show up. You yeah. know, it, it, who knows? Who knows? Some, sometimes you get, like, a Josh Ome or, like, a Dave Grohl to join your super group or yeah. um, uh, Britt Daniels from Spoon. Like, they'll, they'll bounce around they'll for super groups, around. but I would definitely say that uh, Tom Morello makes the most appearances. Oh, for sure. I, Especially I, if you're sure. talking, like, 90s nostalgia super groups. Yep. But another festival staple from 1999 Coachella is Tool. They are, oh, my God. They, I feel like you reunited recently. Yes. I, I also feel like you couldn't get them off of a festival lineup. No. From 1999 to, like, three years ago, you no. would always see them. Every time. Yeah, I'm thinking Chemical Brothers as well was really big at the time on, like, every festival. I feel like from the years of, like, 97 to 2002, the Chemical Brothers were on the EDM And side. Morrissey has played Coachella so many times, and every single time, especially the time that I saw him last, which was 2010, maybe? Yeah. Maybe 2009? He was complaining about how much he fucking hates Coachella, and yet this motherfucker always shows up. Is he on... Like, who's headlining besides Rage? It's Travis Scott. Oh, yeah, it's real hip-hop heavy. And Frank Ocean, who I guess is R&B, not hip-hop. I keep aggressively forgetting who's who's headlining because well, I saw the Bonnaroo lineup and I was like, oh, this is what I would want to go to. It's interesting. Like, we're looking at the one from, from 2020, this lineup. And it's interesting how they all sound like these artists. Are, I, all, I like most of these artists who are headlining. But it's interesting how they all have very similar... Like their music all sounds somewhat similar. Like there's an EDM kind of esque part component to it. Um, there's definitely a lot of hip hop. Well, you haven't you haven't been to Coachella, right? No, I've never been. So there are so there is a tent that's all house music EDM. Right, yeah, like yeah, that's yeah. all they play all the time. And then there's the main stage, which is like the headliners, like Rage and Travis will right. play. Then there's like the side main stage. With the Calvin Harris and the Run the Jewels and the Babies, which I don't know if he'd be playing the side stage, but I'm not sure which stage. But there are, like, lesser stages, like, as you circle the polo field. So there are always – and Coachella kind of started as a more, like, house, indie kind of music festival, as you can tell from the 99 lineup, where yeah. it had Beck, which Beck was extremely popular at this time, but even still was not as mainstream in 99 as other right. people. And Moby, who was, like – Huge, as we were talking about in the Y2K episode, was, like, big then and, and was, like, a huge contributor to rave culture. And, like, Pavement is one of the headliners here who was just, like, I feel like Pavement ruled the college radio 90s. And I think Pavement scene. came back in 2009 they, for, like, a 10-year anniversary. Did, yeah, and they've been broken up since then, I'm pretty sure, because uh, Stephen Malkmus is doing his own thing and has right. been for a long time. But, uh, yeah, Pavement definitely, I think, was, like, in the late mid to late 90s was just, like, such a staple on college radio and indie music stations. You also have DJ Shadow in 99, who works with Run the Jewels, who are on, playing on Friday night in the most recent lineup, too. Yeah. So there's still some crossover of people. I I can't say that I've ever heard Perry Farrell's solo work. Like, I just think of him as... I've never Jane. internalized it, no. I just would understand if it was Jane's Addiction, sure, but, like, I can't even think of Perry Farrell's music that I'm surprised he was a top headliner in 1999. I mean, I guess it was the name because he was the lead singer of Jane's Addiction, but I, I don't know if I would have given him that level of top billing. I mean, Fatboy Slim is playing on Sunday. This 
in 2020. <laughs> Sorry, I keep saying the year. I just want to make sure that I draw a distinct oh. line since there is quite a bit of crossover. Like, if I, sure. said 20, if I say 21 Savage, you know I'm talking about present time and not... 1999. I'm also looking over here, like, there's a lot of the lounge acts, like Thievery Corporation. Who definitely make several, who make several appearances throughout Coachella history and also have a great bar in D.C. Yes, they do. I love that 18th Street Lounge. And who else? I mean, like, you have, oh, like, Gil Scott Heron, like a poet, like a beat poet. Like, that's. He also played, I feel like they had a lot of acts come back from 99 in 2009. And Gil Scott Heron was definitely one of them. Or at least he phoned it in. I didn't see it, unfortunately. But I could have sworn. Oh, at the drive-in, which oh, makes total sense. Yep, yep. A little emo representation. Super Furry Animals. That's like the end of Britpop a little bit because they were on Creation Records. Modest Mouse. That's like kind of the indie. A perfect Circle. Another in- Isn't that like emo, right? Wait, where do you see a perfect circle? On Saturday, October 9th. Oh, I see it now. Yeah. Oh, wow, they're so far down there. Yeah. That's wild. And then you have Jurassic 5. Oh, my God, like MTV2 staples. Do you remember MTV2? I don't yes. even know if that Yes, and Jurassic still. 5 played Outside Lands, like, not too long ago. Yep. Wise guys. Oh, my God. Do you remember they had the song on the Zoolander soundtrack? The one's like, get up, get up, put your body in motion. Don't do it, just start the commotion. Oh, that sounds vaguely familiar, but... Sounds like a one-hit wonder, they if I had to guess. definitely a one-hit wonder. That's, like, the only song I-, I could ever think of that they... I mean, when you released. just look at the sheer number of acts from 99 just to current day, they have so many people. This yeah. festival has blown all the way the fuck up, obviously. But every year it feels like it just gets bigger. Ever since they started adding a second weekend to everything. For sure. And it, it feels like while in 1999, you may not have been able to see everyone, you could have come very close. Now it's like, don't even. It's impossible. Impossible. Absolutely impossible. But by the nature of the way that the lineup is set up, they have a lot of acts that are new that you've never heard of that you can check out that usually start in the earlier part of the day. So right. if you are one of those people that's like, I'm going to show up and be at Coachella from noon till night, you will end up seeing a lot of these people that are down towards the end of a lineup, like a Amber Mark or a Slow Tie. I don't know what I'm saying. So, or Pup. Like, I don't even know what the, I don't know who that is. But it doesn't matter because you can definitely catch them at 2 p.m. in a tent somewhere if you are so inclined. Yeah. But they also have, like, a good mix of, like, people that you do like that maybe you haven't had the chance to see, like, a Kim Petras or... Uh, City Girls, or I'm just, just looking at the lineup, like even like a flume, like if you just didn't go to a nightclub tour and you missed out, now you can see them at Coachella. I just realized, I think every single one of these acts on the 99 lineup is a guy. Like there, I don't think there are any female fronted. Look, it's not getting any better. It's not like they have any female headliners for any of these nights. Yeah, I guess that's true. Megan Thee Stallion is one, two, she's like fifth build. Summer Walker is, like, sixth or seventh build. Lana Del Rey does get second billing on Sunday, but she's still not technically the headliner. She's going to be on the side stage, which is obviously still great, but, you know, not since Beyonce have have they had a female headliner. You're absolutely right. So it's not like Coachella has really changed that much in tone. They've just become a more expensive and popular with Instagrammers type of festival since the grimier days. Yeah. Literally. I feel like it was even is, grimy. Is, speaking of is, is Grimes playing? No, I don't think Grimes is playing because she's too busy being pregnant. Oh, <laughs> we over at a little old millennials are a little worried that the spawn of Elon Musk and Grimes will be popular. 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Populating the earth in probably six months. I don't, I don't like to think about it. I'm terrified. The fact that he has triplets is really gross to me. Ugh. Like, why is... I don't know. I All I'm saying is that, has he done something to his sperm? We don't know. Is <laughs> all that I can say. Very, very possible. Oh, the, you know the last person we didn't think really talk about in the 90s? To swerve back around? <laughs> After that horrendous segue uh, into Grimes and her uterus? About it. I know I'm the one who brought it up, but I just had to stop thinking about it. Ben Harper, who I feel like... Ex-husband of Laura Dern. Ex-husband of Laura Dern. I'm surprised that in this 99 lineup, we don't see more people of the Ben Harper like. Like, I feel like the following year or two, you have, like, G-Love and Special Sauce and Jack Johnson and very Oh, you mean men who like to play guitars barefoot? Yes. (laughs) I hate that very much. (laughs) I loved it at one point in my life. Well, so, yeah, the following year you have Jane's Addiction, which is basically Perry Farrell. It's Perry Farrell and our dear friend Dave Navarro. (laughs) Again, another barefoot band, which I do not appreciate. Yeah, I mean, Spiritualized, another... Some of these bands that you see on this lineup are people that have never stopped touring since they played Coachella in 1999. no, for sure. Spiritualized and Thievery Corporation are... Well, just recently they started touring again because yeah. I feel like they had a giant gap. They did. You're right. I think the last time I had seen them was in like 2012 or 2013. And you're right. They only started recently touring again. But before that, when they were to 2012 and before then, I feel like the solid 15 years. one question for you. Who the fuck is Gus Gus? I don't know. But <laughs> I just keep thinking of the mouse in Cinderella. Right? Which I believe Todd and Zoe dressed up as Gus Gus and Jack for this Yes, they Halloween. did. Yeah. Yes, they did. Shout out. But yeah, I don't know who the fuck Gus Gus is or Lamb. Lamb, can't say. I could not tell you. The Angel, a.k.a. 60 Channel. I, uh, maybe the world is better off that we don't know. This is uh, like a Levert situation. One night we were at a friend's, or at Tom's house, hanging out, and we just had whatever music channel on a cable box playing. Yeah. And it was like R&B of the 90s. We're like, cool, they'll definitely play like Boys to Men or something good. Right. And all of a sudden, a song by the band Levert came up, and then another song, and they were they were kind of like an offbeat new edition a little bit. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it's definitely like a we're white and we don't know who Levert is for sure. <laughs> so <laughs> just gonna acknowledge that. But it has become a little bit of an inside joke, and we don't know what a band is. We're like, is that Levert? <laughs> oh man, I'm reading these other ones. Luke Vibert. Simply Jeff. <laughs> I know this is right now, it's just us Dude, saying words, I know. but it's, I simply like Jeff, these, I mean, these were stick... all built of some like freshman college dude's dorm room. Like these names. Simply are Jeff, just unhinged. honestly, just stick that into your Spotify and see what happens. Oh you God. know, I feel confident about giving that 
little bit of advice. Scratch Perverts UK. I don't like that at all. Uh, what a time. What a time. Okay. Before we end this mini episode, I want you to look at the 2020 lineup and tell me the top three people you'd see for each day. Okay. Top three for each day. Yes. All right. For Friday, yes. I would see Megan the Stallion, uh-huh. obviously. I would see Big Bang, and here's why. I've always wanted to see a K-pop act live because they just fucking deliver. And then three, maybe Rage, but uh, let me, I'm just looking a little bit farther down the list. Yeah, I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'd say I'd say Rage probably is number three because I, you know, I'm not a Calvin Harris. Like, EDM lost on me. The next day, I would see, let's see. Oh, wait. I would like to give my top. Oh, yeah. Sorry, sorry. I didn't know if we were doing, like, three days in a row. But, yeah, you do you do Friday. For my Friday, obviously Megan Thee Stallion, Charlie XCX. Oh, yeah. And Rage Against the Machine. Sure. It, just for, like, nostalgia's sake. Although, like, it's real close with Run the Jewels, who I, I love. You know what? I put that. That was definitely going to be But I need to me. see Charlie XCX, and I need to see Megan Thee Stallion. So, you know, then there's only one slot left, and that's just kind of it. All right, Saturday is kind of stacked, too. Danny Elfman is an interesting choice. For sure. Uh, I'd see DaBaby. Uh, duh. Duh. And then I would also see Carly Rae Jepsen. I mean, I, I just, I love the her. The Jepsenator. The Jepsenator. <laughs> no uh, one calls her that. Mika. I haven't heard that in a couple of years. Who? Uh, Mika. Who's you know? that? Uh, Grace Kelly. Happy ending. Oh, my God. Big that girl, guy? You're beautiful. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought, I definitely thought it was going to be somebody different than what you were describing. But no, it's the same guy, huh? So DaBaby, Carly Rae, and then maybe Flume with Tom York? Or no, is that, oh, separate. Sorry. Tom York would be my third. Because I saw Radiohead 10 years ago, and it was great, And but I was very drunk, and I don't remember everything, and I would like to see Tom York perform. I saw them when they came back in, like, 2012 at the SAP Center, and I had a terrible time. Oh, no. <laughs> it was not good. Uh, I think it was the venue. It was... I- the SAP Center is not a place to see no. bands at all. Um, it's not like Oracle. It's mostly because it is generally a, an ice rink, and that's why, like, the acoustics sucked. And, like, it's the vibe was... hockey games, that's it. Yeah, the vibe was, like, kind of... I know it's I know it's Radiohead, so I didn't expect everybody to be like, oh, my God, but I just felt like everybody was sort of like, ugh, whatever. Like, nobody seemed into it, <laughs> including the including Radiohead. And I saw Adams for Peace at Coachella, like, a long time ago, and that was really fun. So I had had high expectations. Well, not high. I just had, like, expectations that were not met. But that's fine. I can live with that. Um, For my Saturday, though, I don't know if I would see Tom York. Obviously, definitely DaBaby and Carly Rae Jepsen. But I would be really curious to see Danny Elfman, to be honest. I think that's so bizarre. I guess he does enough where I would want to see him. He does a lot of stuff, the Hollywood Bowl, for things like, because he, you know, composed Nightmare Before Christmas. I would be really curious to see what a set at Coachella with Danny Elfman would be like. I think it would be a once in a lifetime kind of experience. Sorry, I didn't mean to elbow you there. No, it's cool. I feel like Hans Zimmer's done a set at Coachella as well. Like, like every couple of years, they, they have like a composer. But I know Hans Zimmer and John Williams and maybe even Danny Elfman have all done stints at the Hollywood Bowl where they, like, conduct an orchestra to their score or something wild like that. I no, think I'm true. remembering that correctly. Anyway, Sunday. Pick pick your three. Frank Ocean, definitely. Maybe Lil Nas X. I don't know. Hold on. I got to read this one a little bit. <laughs> you know what, how I feel old? I don't recognize any of the smaller font. <laughs> I well, I mean, some of them... 
I mean, this is why they're the smaller font, and this is also why they're on Sunday. But in some, I, ten some years ways. ago, I would have known so many more people on those. Really, you yeah. would have known that Russian name right there. You no, known but that? I would have known others, like for sure. So, so definitely Frank Ocean, maybe FKA Twigs, just so I could see Robert Pattinson in the wings. They broke up. <laughs> no, oh right, yes, they did. They I broke forgot. Up. Yeah, That's you're right. Over. You're right. You're right. You're right. Is Marina, Marina and the Diamonds? Yes, Marina? it is. It's oh. her solo. Oh, I would see. Okay, so yeah, I think that's it. Frank Ocean, FK, Twigs, and Marina. Okay. I Since we've been so aligned on Friday and Saturday, but Sunday is where you and I would split off and not see each other the whole that's day. Because I would go see Doja Cat. Oh, yeah. I'd go see one. Denzel Curry. Oh, I didn't even... And I would go see Lana Del Rey. I don't particularly love Lana Del Rey's music, but I would be curious to see her show, mm. which is a strange thing. But, yeah, I don't... I'm, I'm not in that, like, Lana Del Rey, like, camp where everybody's like, oh, my God, Norman fucking Rockwell is the best album yeah. of all time. Like, I think there are some songs of hers that I really like, but I'm just really curious. I think she's super weird, so... I would just want to be in her presence. I know that sounds really creepy, but I don't mean it to sound that strange. I... I feel like I offend people when I tell them that I'm not a Lana Del Rey fan because there are so many people who expect me to love her because she is, like, kind of sounds like Mazzy Star, kind of like a tinge of Fiona Apple in the sense that she's a low alto. And yet I just, I've never been Team Lana. Like, I can appreciate her music. I think it's kind of cool what she I, what she's done with Norman fucking Rockwell. But I'm just, I've never been a fan. Yeah, I, I would also be in that camp but I'd still want to see it live just wondering if she's grown since that SNL performance where she just twirled around in a circle which I also which I also respect deeply I just remember like afterwards I saw some tweet or it was like someone had written a Gawker article where Brian Williams the, the host on NBC had reached out and was like criticizing her and then like two years later it came out that that guy brian williams had been like telling fake stories about his news career the whole time yeah father to allison williams so thanks a whole bunch for that all i remember from that snl appearance was were all of the gifts afterwards where they took her twirling and would put her like in a toilet in a microwave like (laughs) it was so fucking funny um on one of those little car spinning displays like it was so good so you know if you can give a, mem- a memorable performance that results in a meme, then I think that's its own win. And I'm sure there will be lots of memeable moments from this year's Coachella. And if Instagram was as prevalent as it was today in 1999, I'm sure we'd see a lot of questionable fashion choices. Oh, yeah. Waiting to go see Ben Harper. <laughs> <laughs> Season three of Old Millennials will return thursday february 6th so please keep an eye out for that and the best way you can do that is to subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast whether it be apple Podcasts or spotify you can follow us on instagram as well we are at the old millennials pod and we are also on facebook as the old millennials pod you can follow us individually on Twitter. I am at Mark She Wrote. And I am at Emily A. Vision. And until our season three premiere, we bid you a bye. Bye. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. 
With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to visibly firmer, summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil. Clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dull, dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Rich yet never greasy, Andaria Algae Body Oil is formulated with sustainably sourced seaweed to help replenish the skin's moisture barrier and seven nourishing active botanical oils for results you can see and feel all over. The best part? It's signature scent. A blend of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. This all-natural scent is unforgettable. Everything Osea makes is clean, vegan, cruelty-free, and climate-neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A-Malibu.com code GLOW.